Hi, Pat the Podcast Editor here. Health is wealth, a saying as old as time and for good reason. Did you know that one in three people that have poor physical health also suffer from bad mental health? And improving one often goes hand in hand with improving the other. That's why in today's episode, the boys are talking all things fitness trackers. Lloyd and I have both really got into them recently and I think it's really positively impacted our lives. Since I've had a fitness tracker, it's just completely changed my behaviour for the positive. And the boys share some of the key benefits of owning a fitness tracker yourself. It's helped my sleep, it's helped my health and it's improved my fitness. This has provided me the most advanced data I can see to track my health to help me make actual positive life improvements. Now, before we dive in, we'd like to take a second to thank our sponsors, Adobe Express. Adobe Express allows you to quickly and easily create standout social graphics, logos, flyers, and more on web and mobile. Click the link in the description to try Adobe Express today. Okay, let's get the show on the road. This is episode 129 of the Business Anchors podcast. We're just a couple of business anchors. Welcome to the Business Anchors podcast. This jingle is slightly too long. This jingle is slightly too long. What is a fitness tracker and why should everyone buy one, Dan? A fitness tracker is something that tracks your fitness. Um, but you probably would have heard of things like uh, Fitbit, Apple Watch. Maybe you've heard of Whoop Band. Whoop, whoop. It's um, something that basically tracks metrics to do with your health. Why should you get one? Um, I guess classic business anchors, Lloyd and I have both really got into them recently. And I think it's really positively impacted our lives. Definitely my life. And I think yours too. Yes. So we want to basically share why and what's good about it and why we think you should potentially think of getting can i can i clarify something please clarify just because you mentioned uh like an apple watch yes i just want to clarify that i think smart watches other than fitness trackers are the devil yeah i'm not a fan either so um (laughs) that's probably not quite the devil but i really love like fitness trackers with health monitoring and that kind of thing i guess what i really think has a negative impact on people is when you have notifications going off on your wrist from apps on your phone and that kind of thing um so i suppose my yeah i kind of have that separation yes i guess the caveat is focusing more on fitness Mm. tracker rather than something that notifies you when you got a text or i've got i've got friends that used to be really rude and just be on their phones when when you're trying to talk to them now they're on their phone and on their and now they now i think they they feel they've improved but now they just stare at their watch yes or their wrist while they're yeah yeah Um, i think i guess a quick backstory lloyd and i uh, everyone at work takes the piss out of us because we constantly go on about this but we've both got whoop bands um and the good thing about whoop bands is that there's no screen there's no notifications about text or people messaging you it's purely a fitness tracker. So, um, and I guess the quick backstory as to why we got these, I listened to uh, a podcast episode, as I always do, um, which was the founder of Whoop on the Diary of a CEO podcast. And I listened to it and the, and he talked a lot about the backstory of starting it and why, what it tracks and how it works. And then 
my friend had one and they do this upcycling scheme where you can give your old whoop band for two months for free and i tried it and loved it and then told lloyd to do it and not told lloyd to do it i, I told lloyd no I, I said you should try it yeah and then we've been using it for a number of months now and we've both yeah got lots of benefit from it um i've uh just to give context as well i've been using a garmin fitness tracker that is a watch um with all the notifications turned off right okay okay just to yeah caveat. um for the whole of this year and i've started whoop this month so that's where i am in my fitness tracker yeah. journey and i used to use a fitbit um so i guess uh from your perspective people are listening they're thinking right fitness trackers track your fitness whatever they're wondering if they should really invest in one mm-hmm. i've got a number of things that has helped me to do but i guess for you what has what has made should we talk about whoop bands rather than fitness trackers or um have you seen specific benefits well i from- think i think speaking generally mm. something that i've really learned from you dan over the last couple of years that is really ingrained in me this completely come from you when i've been deciding on things to do you say always say that your health is the most important thing and you encourage me to spend money on things if it's to do with my health yes so quite often obviously if you spend money something like so this watch i believe was about 160 pounds this whoop band i'm now paying 20 something pound a month or something like that yeah so i'm not cheap yeah i'm also paying to go to the gym i'm paying for a squash club membership but previously i would have debated these uh buying these things or investing in these things a lot more but you've really ingrained it in me that if it's for your health like you should invest in your health basically Mm. i don't i don't when i want to get a takeaway i don't think oh shall i spend that 20 pounds i just go i'm gonna get it because i want to eat that this was so so why would you not invest in your health in the same way rather than umming and ahhing whether to spend money this was a trigger for me when i realized when my mates were down i'd go on a night out and spend hundreds of pounds and then when I got to Monday doing a food shop, I think, oh, smoked salmon is quite expensive. So I'm probably going to get like a more processed, unhealthier thing. And then I'm thinking I've literally spent hundreds on just getting smashed, which isn't good for you at all. So, yeah, I'm mm. a big believer in investing in things that do yeah. with your health. So that's, yeah, that's really been ingrained in me. And the since I've had a fitness tracker, uh, it's just it's just completely changed my behavior for the positive. And I just think health is the most important thing. You can't do anything else without your health. If there's any positive change because of having it, then I think it's a good idea. But I've noticed, and later on I can go into specifics that I've got notes of, but it's helped my sleep, it's helped my health, and it's improved my fitness. So, And actually reduced stress. Mm. Um, Lots of positives. But... um, Dan, obviously you're you're a big Whoop fan. I've I've had a Garmin and a mm. Whoop. What's what do you think so good about Whoop in particular? Um, a whole range of things. I think uh, because it's purely focused on health tracking, they've gone all in on creating the best app on the market, the most comprehensive app to track all these different data points to do with your health, rather than thinking it's fifty percent health tracker, fifty percent smartwatch, so that you know you can tell that the app is incredibly advanced compared to other apps I've tried like Fitbit um, and like the Apple health app. Mm. Uh, so it's the, the, the way it tracks data is, is a lot better. Also the fact that it's not got a screen on it. Like I mentioned, 
It's incredibly lightweight. And by the way, we're not like sponsored by them or anything. I think this sounds like we're doing like a sponsored thing. Yeah. If no, we're not. <laughs> no, no affiliate code. Or Wish we were. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, incredibly lightweight. And uh, yeah, you don't get distracted by anything because there's no screen on it. Um, the uh, I also think the, the interesting thing about Whoop is it's it's a very different model because it's a monthly subscription. Yeah. Um, which isn't cheap. Like, I think if you just pay on a rolling monthly basis, it's like 27 quid a month. But if you pay like a year up front, I think it's like 20. And then if you pay two years up front, it's like 16 mm. or 17. But the, the thing that that does for me is because I'm, again, investing a significant amount, it makes me want to get the most out of it, which I don't know if is a weird yeah. thing. But if I was just if I just bought a watch for like 100 quid, then I wouldn't be as sort of attached to getting the most out of it. Mm. Paying this every month is like, I want to get £27 yeah. worth of value from that every month. Mm. Something with Whoop that I think they're market leaders in as well. And and if you're interested in this, listen to Stephen Bartlett's Diary of a CEO, CEO podcast with the founder is they're, they're leading the way in recovery. So other fitness trackers over the years have tracked your activity. And originally, you know, a few years back, it was very much about, oh, I ran this far. How many steps did you oh, do? Oh, I did this many steps. Now this, this is focused... Um, on recovery and looking at your health 24 seven so much so that you don't take it off to charge it. There's a charger that just attaches, um, attaches to it. And um, yeah, I think understanding that fitness and health is not only about the exercise that you do, but also about how you recover from that with your sleep and in between exercise. I think they really are leading the way and they guide you on how much strain you should have each mm. day based on how well you've recovered. So yeah. if you've like really gone all out the day before and your body's still recovering, it would advise you to have a more restful day. Whereas if you kind of have had a restful time and your body is ready for to really go for it, it advises you to go for it basically. So I think if you want the optimum results and really mm. want to be the healthiest and fittest you are, it gives you all the tools you need to know what to do. That has been such a game changer for me. Previously, I would just think, right, go hard at the gym as much as I physically can. Sleep's not that, don't worry about that. Just like got to go to the gym constantly, constantly, constantly. Whereas this has helped me know when I need to actually just go to bed earlier and uh, focus on that and not try and go to the gym every single day. It, yeah, because of all the different data points, it shows you, like you said, when you should be recovered. Yeah. The other really amazing thing that I love about it, because I'm very competitive, is you can set up communities. So we're in a community with Lloyd and I and a few of my friends and you can track everyone's performance and they, they, they focus all of their kind of data tracking around three key areas, strain, recovery and sleep. And um, yeah, strain is to do with how much uh, sort of activity you're doing and how much your body, how hard your body's working. So when you're sort of doing an activity, you record it and it tracks your heart rate and stuff. Then there's sleep, which is obviously easy sleep. And then recovery is is looking at um, your heart rate variability, which is a, is a key kind of metric that they they kind of differentiate themselves by focusing on heart rate variability a lot, don't they? Which has yeah. been a massive thing. Yeah. Um, which is uh, the <laughs> which is hard to explain. <laughs> it's it's the difference in timing between beats of your heart. So like when you you know the whole the classic thing where you put your finger on your neck and you count how many beats there is across a minute. If you had sixty beats per minute, it's not like a metrodome where it's every second it's one two three there might be a beat after 1.3 seconds yeah and i was actually listening to a podcast this morning explaining this and it's all to do with 
how good your nervous system is. And there's like two parts of your nervous system. Sympathetic. Sympathetic. Parasympathetic. Yeah. Sympathetic. Um, and it shows how well your your heart is at uh, adjusting to these two parts of so your the, nervous system. The, the more adjustments, the healthier it shows yes. you are, basically. So the higher your heart rate variability, the better. Yeah. So those small changes between the beats. It's at, at first when I looked at it, I thought, oh, that must be worse. Surely you want it mm. like a metronome. But actually, if it's adjusting better, it shows that you're in a better position. Yeah. And I think, uh, I guess, the final thing in terms of the the benefits, I think... With anything, and like thinking of business, thinking of your personal life, if you want to improve, you need to be able to track your performance in some kind of way. So like if you're running a business like we are, we track lots of metrics around the leads we're generating, the revenue, like uh, generating the profit, um, you know, the projects that we're delivering on time, all these different data points help us on an ongoing basis, track our performance and then come up with actions that are going to help us continue to improve that. It's the same with fitness and health. If you're just going to the gym or just thinking you're eating healthily, it's going to be way more effective if you've got the data to back up how you feel and your intuition. And I think this has provide provided me the most advanced data I can see to track my health, to help me make actual positive life improvements, which, yeah. yeah. I think that using data to actually change your behavior is the massive thing for me mm. and just so it doesn't sound like a whoop ad the whole time i've been using my garmin watch and i've got some data to share with you oh yeah so my average resting heart rate started at the beginning of january when i got it at 61 and it's now down to 58 mm. so um for those of you that don't know usually not not for everyone but a lower resting heart rate shows that you have a healthier heart and um, obviously if it gets really low and you're, you're that can, can be an issue but athletes can have heart rates of like below 40 wow um whereas if you're less healthy it probably could be like well i'm, I'm saying for someone my age <laughs> could be in the 70s or 80s mm. if you're older and it's in 70s and 80s that's probably healthy don't mm. worry um also this year, I've had an average of 127 minutes a week of exercise. And although I don't have the data for the year before, mm. I wasn't exercising regularly. I reckon mm. the average probably would have been about 30 minutes, like yeah. once a week doing yeah. half. I reckon that would have been the average. So mm. to know I've done over a whole year, it's the first time I've ever been in a routine where I'm consistently exercising over a whole year. Um, <laughs> to see that is really reassuring. And then not, this isn't data, but ways that it really affects my behavior. It makes me walk when I haven't. So <laughs> if I see my steps are low, I know that mm. healthy people don't just sit all day. So I need to, to go for a walk. Mm. It makes me sleep when I need it. I know we mm. spoke about Whoop especially does that. But um, if something's telling you you're not getting enough sleep and it's making you less healthy, it really wakes you wakes you up to the fact you need to change your habits. Yeah. Um, also, it make, it's made me try and find ways to car keep calm and reduce stress when it's showing my body's in a stressed state. So I've got in a, into a routine where I go to the gym a lot more often and I actually take the time in the steam room or the sauna and I really try and mentally relax before work. Mm. And I don't think I would have done that without kind of having the positive reinforcement of going when i do that and have this relaxing and try and relax with no uh like no phones no mm. anything going on 
it has a really positive effect yeah um and yeah i think that but the, those things like it's massively changed my behavior mm. um i do think if anyone's listening and you might have listened to our podcast episode about goal setting a few episodes ago if you have any goals for 2023 related around health which i think everyone should yeah then getting and it doesn't have to be the whoop band it can be you can get much cheaper ones or you know the, the there's a really a wide price point you can work with get a fitness tracker because that will help you measure if you've achieved your goal or not and measure how you're performing yeah. um like we said in business and in everything else we use data to really help us improve why would you not do it for your health when it's the most important thing yeah. we have i'm excited for the future i reckon there de there's definitely going to be advance and advances in like tracking your health with like tech that's built into your body oh <laughs> no but you know there's um is it elon musk that's been uh doing stuff with like the Neuralink and stuff to do with okay. um integrating technology into like mm. your your actual body i think we're it's still a long way off but you didn't you experiment with putting the wheat band up your bums as well <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that didn't work as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean, because you're so keen on having it in your body, that's you know, a good thing to try. Uh, on that note, I think this is this has been a shorter episode, but um, I just think it's really beneficial for listeners to to look into getting a fitness track because it's been so beneficial to us and our health and our happiness and our fitness. And we'll, I'm excited for next year. We'll keep you updated next year on our health and fitness improvements because that's the way it's going to go yeah and we'll see, see you in your ears, ears next, next week, week.